Kari Frazier here at the Techconomy Detroit 2014 conference, again with Arun Sundarajan, a professor at NYU who has some ideas about providing access through technology for people in cities like Detroit and New York and Chicago. So the first question that I have is, how do you see technology getting people mobilized in cities like the city of Detroit so that they can be a part of what's happening to come in America? Well, um, uh, thanks for having me. Um, I, I think that technology can affect how engaged people are and how um, they're mobilized and the kinds of resources that they have access to um, pretty dramatically these days. Um, what I find most promising is this new wave of platforms that is allowing people to get access to assets that they don't otherwise have access to by using digital technology. Um, say, for example, um, the ride-sharing platforms Lyft and Uber. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it, it used to be the case that if you wanted, uh, you know, good public transportation in your city, um, you had to invest a lot into sort of building physical infrastructure. You built a metro or you... Um, but now with people's existing cars, and this um, technology, um, we're able to create something that is like a public transit system um, where you have, you know, you can call a ride on demand, you can share a ride with someone else. So you're creating something that's like um, urban infrastructure without actually having to build it, city have to build it from scratch, mm -hmm. but where you're using technology to tap into people's existing assets. Okay, now, being a professor, what role do you see schools and higher education and also high schools playing in giving people this access to the information so that they can be armed, so that they can present new technologies to the world? Well, I, I think that the role of actually middle school and high school is critical here. Um, I think this is the point at which um, we have to sort of integrate into students um, like, you know, sort of, we have to make them real digital natives, in a sense. We have to sort of make them, uh, you know, able to, you know, whether they go to college or not, um, like, you know, sufficiently well-versed in not just sort of texting and using Facebook and using Instagram, but impart to them sort of a fundamental understanding of how technology works, a little bit of how to code, and what the potential of technology is because that kind of shapes what they believe technology can do. And this is sort of the point at which that they can start to realize, you know, so if like, you know, 10 years down the line, they have an idea, um, they actually have a better sense for what's possible. And then they have a way of sort of making it happen. And so the, the, the you know, if we wait until people go to university, um, I think by that time it's too late. Sort of like much like we sort of emphasize that people need to study the STEM subjects, you need to learn math, you need to learn reading, and middle school is the critical point for that. Mm. Um, sort of familiarity with how digital technologies work and what the possibilities created by digital technology are. Um, I think the way that you do it is through a combination of, um, you know, sure you could integrate it into like, you know, the state or city curriculum. Um, but I think all that it takes is like a few motivated teachers because there are lots of resources out there. And, um, you know, so access to resources that can help you understand the potential of technology or learn how to code. Um, there's no shortage of them. What you need is a catalyst 
um, like, you know, sort of an adult individual who sort of catalyzes it and who encourages peer-to-peer interaction, a peer group, because kids at that age will often sort of embrace something a lot more readily if their friends are doing it. So creating that culture where, like, you know, they're sort of doing it together. Okay, and finally, my last question is, what are you most excited about in technology right now that you feel like could be very impactful in a positive way for most of America? Well, um, I think I'm, I'm really excited about two things. Um, one is that for the last 200 years, I've been, um, I, I've been looking at the history of technology over the last 200 years. I haven't personally been doing it for 200 mm-hmm. years. But, and a trend that you see is that as technology progresses, people become more isolated that um, we sort of get more and more disconnected from our communities, we get disconnected from our peers, because more and more of the things that we're doing are, on our, things become more efficient in an economic way, but they also are disconnecting from, in terms of having sort of genuine human contact. Right. Social in interaction day. changes. Yep. Or just like, you know, I mean, you go to a bank to borrow money instead of mm-hmm. borrowing it from your friends. You, you know, so efficiency comes with a loss of human connection. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of the new technologies that are facilitating a greater level of human connection. To me, this is sort of reversing a 200-year-old trend Mm -hmm. where I have started to see how technology by itself, rather than taking us further apart, is now starting to pull us closer together. It's fostering greater connections. It's not just through the technologies like Facebook, but it's more um, through, you know, if you stay in an Airbnb, instead of having a faceless interaction with a hotel mm-hmm. you're actually having a real human connection with another person whose apartment that you stay in it's much more intimate it's much more and so i'm excited about that um i'm also really excited by like you know the potential that technology has to create new urban infrastructures mm-hmm. and you know i'm starting to see i'm connected to an organization at nyu called cusp the center for urban science and progress and one of the things that you know i mean we do research there on like you know how can you use digital technologies to build and run cities better um we're sort of using new york city as our lab um I think that um, you know more and more people are moving away from the suburbs and into cities now. Um, I don't think the world or the United States has the resources to build new cities the way we built the old ones, mm-hmm. sort of steel and concrete cities. Mm-hmm. And so digital technologies that allow us to build our cities and run our cities and create resources more efficiently. Um, that's that's sort of like you know a really exciting frontier because you know the impacts are going to be so much bigger than the impacts we've seen on business or on communications. I mean, this is sort of fundamentally sort of defining and changing how we live in cities. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for stopping by. All right. Thank you for having me.